150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the fifth seal, number 28. Today, we will hit a couple of stories on persecution. Again, as always, we'll go through stories of persecution, an update on, on Leah uh, Sharabu, and um, hit our world watch list uh, prayer points. So we're going to just jump right in. It is November 3rd, uh, the third day in the uh, Persecuted Church Awareness Month. Today... And next Sunday are both uh, being held as International Day of Prayer for the Persecuted Church. So if you have an opportunity in your churches to pray for those uh, brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in Christ, I would encourage you to take that opportunity today and next Sunday the 10th. <clears throat> so uh, let's jump in. This is from csw.org.uk. Pastor sentenced to five years in prison. And, wow, that's a teeny tiny picture that we put up there, isn't it? Um, let's see if we can just make that a little bit bigger. Not that it's important. It's just a structure in Iran somewhere. But, you know, we want to be, uh, I should have done that before, uh, live uh, podcasting. Pastor sentenced to five years in prison from uh, csw.org.uk. Iranian church leader Matthias Hagnajad and eight members of the Church of Iran denomination who were on trial with him have each been sentenced to five years in prison following a short trial on the 23rd of September. Pastor Hagnajad was arrested by members of the Islamic Revolutionary Guard after a church service on February 10th, 2019, while Sharuz Elzmadust, Babak, Hossein Zadeh, Benam Aglagi, Mehdi Katabi, Muhammad Vafadir, Kamal Naamanian, and Hussein Kadiver, uh, and Khalil Deganpour. I'm sure I butchered every one of those names, but I did my best. Were detained following a series of arrests in Rasht in early 2019. During a court hearing for one of the nine men on the 24th of July, Judge Mohammed Mogishi, who is notorious for miscarriages of justice, attempted to coerce Pastor Hagnajed and the rest of these men into accepting a court-appointed legal representation instead of being represented by Mr. Mogani Farahani. The judge suspended the proceedings, reprimanded them in custom, in custody on significantly increased bail terms when they referred ref, when they refused to do so, Judge Moshi Mogishe subsequently resumed the trial of Mr. Vafadar, Mr. Naamian, Naamian, and yeah, sorry, Naamanian, Naamanian, Mr. Kadiver, and Mr. Dagenpour, who were representing themselves on twenty eighth on the twenty eighth of July, during which he asserted that the Bible was falsified and called the men apostates. 
During the hearing on, hearing on the 23rd of September, the defendant's lawyer was allowed to speak briefly. However, the judge is reported not to have responded to his statement. A source informed CSW that it, quote, seemed as if the judge had already made his decision and allowed this process as a formality before pronouncing a predetermined sentence, unquote. All nine Christians are appealing their sentences. However, Pastor Hagnajad and those who were defended by Mr. Farahani were remanded into custody. So, again, Iran is just one of those uh, countries where, being a Christian, there's so many things that they can arrest you on. Again, this is where Pastor Saeed Abedini, uh, uh, Pastor uh, Nadarkhani, both spent so much time in prison um, for uh, their faith in Christ uh, on trumped up charges for whatever they could come up with to uh, try them and uh, convict them of. So be praying for these men, this pastor and these men in this church. Uh, pray that justice will be done. Pray that their faith is strengthened while they're in prison there. And uh, pray that I'll be uh, better at pronouncing Iranian names in the future. Um, so, uh, update on uh, Leah Sharabu. Uh, bipartisan and bicameral letter from Senator Cruz, Senator Rubio, and many others was sent to Nigerian President Buhari this week calling for Leah's release. Last week... Um, and this is, of course, you see from six days ago. So last week, in the uh, and toward the end of October, they had a, a prayer vigil in Washington for Leah. Um, a little more of the, her story that was told. Um, apparently, in of the hundred and four, I believe, uh, girls who were uh, who were kidnapped from the school by Boko Haram in uh, at Dapchi School in Nigeria. Uh, Leah was the only Christian. Now, um, I, I thought that there were more Christians in the group, but apparently Leah was the only Christian who was abducted among them. One month after the abduction, all the girls were released, except for those who, were, who died, um, except for Leah. According to a classmate, Leah was not released because she refused to deny Christ and convert to Islam. Leah sent a quick note to her mother and with one of her classmates when she realized that she would not be released. In the note she wrote, quote, I know it is not easy missing me, but I want to assure you that I am fine where I am. I am confident that one day I shall see your face, if, excuse me, if not here, then there at the bosom of our Lord Jesus Christ, unquote. Um, so this letter that was written was sent to President Buhari, um, it was written and signed by Senator Ted Cruz, Senator Marco Rubio, Senator Cardin, Se Congressman Bill Arrakis, Congressman Smith, Congressman Lipinski, Congressman Lamborn, Congressman Raskin, Congresswoman Hartzler, Congresswoman Jackson Lee, Congresswoman Vargas, Congressman, uh, Congressman Vargas, Congressman Gomer, Congresswoman McMorris Rogers, and Congresswoman Houlihan. So, again, this is a bipartisan letter that was written. Um, it, it amazes me to see Jackson Lee and uh, Ted Cruz in the same uh, sentence uh, working together. But this is, this is an amazing thing. And props to uh, Congresswoman Jackson Lee for, for being part of this and all the Democrats who, um, you know, we, we 
we look at our, our partisan system and it's always us against them, but we can see that there are those who have come together um, bipartisan for a situation like this for Leah um, and, and joining uh, across the aisle. So um, praising God for these people. Hopefully this letter, when it reaches this man, uh, President Buhari um, in Nigeria, he will take the steps needed to make sure that uh, Leah is um, set free and returned home to her family. So that brings us to our world watch list for the day. We are looking at Ethiopia. And let me get this pulled up and we will go into this. So some facts about Ethiopia region is Africa. Islamic oppression is the persecution type. Persecution level is very high. Population in Ethiopia is 107 million. 535,000 of those about 64 million are Christians. So the majority religion there is Christianity. Uh, government is a federal Republic. The leader is president Saleh work Zude. In Ethiopia, radical Islam is growing and the local regional and national at the local regional and national levels, particularly in the rural areas where Muslims are the majority. Christians are harassed and often denied access to communal resources. The new prime minister has spurred hope for the Christians regarding the future of Ethiopia, but the government is not in control of the entire country. In areas where control is lacking, Christian persecution is a common fear and believers are still targeted. All Christian communities are affected by persecution in Ethiopia, although some denominations are more affected than others. Non-traditional Christians face the harshest persecution from both the government and the Ethiopian Orthodox Church. Converts to Christianity from a Muslim background, particularly in eastern and southeastern parts of the country, as well as cross-denominational converts from an Orthodox background, face harsh mis mistreatment from their families and communities. In some areas, Christians are denied access to community resources and sometimes ostracized from society. In addition, some regions of the country mob in some regions of the country mobs will attack churches. A couple of examples on August twenty fourth, uh, two thousand eighteen, a two day period of violence erupted in which Muslim mobs targeted the Christian minority in Ethiopia's Somali region. Fifteen Orthodox priests were among those killed. Ten Orthodox churches were set ablaze, and nine evangelical churches were also vandalized or looted. So prayer points for Ethiopia. Pray for the government to investigate violence perpetrated against Christians and bring those who are responsible to justice. Pray that Christians from different denominations will have unity to face the challenge of persecution as one church. Pray for Islamic oppression to weaken for the threat against Christians to soften within the country. Pray for greater freedom for the church in Ethiopia and for God to reveal his truth to Ethiopian government officials. Christians are often denied resources and discriminated against when looking for work. Pray the Lord would provide for persecuted believers. Let's pray. Father, again, we thank you for um, this group and this podcast and this media where we can come together across um, nations and oceans um, around the world, we can come together even at different times and join together to pray for our persecuted brothers and sisters around the world. So we praise you for that, Lord. We praise you that you have provided us um, a way that, uh, that we can do this on a mass level. Father, we, we lift up our brothers and sisters there in Iran, this pastor and these, these men who were arrested and put in jail 
um, simply because of their faith in you, Lord. We pray that that your justice would be done, that as these men appeal um, their their sentences, that that your truth would be known, that your your mercy would be shown, and that uh, these men will be released um, and justice will be served. Father, we, we continue to pray for Leah, um, that this letter that has uh, been written by these members of Congress, um, that God, that that will have an effect on the president in Nigeria and that he will take steps to make sure that Leah is set free and returned home. And Father, we lift up our brothers and sisters in Ethiopia. We do pray that the government would, would be more uh, active in investigating violence per perpetrated against Christians and, and bring uh, swift justice to those who are responsible. Lord, we pray that Christians from different denominations will have unity um, in the challenge as, as persecution challenges the church. Lord, and again, we, we understand theological differences. And Lord, we pray for those who are theologically sound Christians to be unified. Um, and we even lift up those who are not, um, who are persecuted simply because they may not be Orthodox, but they are persecuted because of your name. And so, God, we just pray that that the church there, that your church, that your believers would be unified um, and stand together in the face of persecution. We pray that uh, this Islamic oppression would weaken, um, that the threats against Christians would soften in this country. Lord, as your gospel is preached, we pray for more and more Muslims to come to know you and and that that is, is the way that, that Islamic oppression will, will decrease is by Muslims becoming Christians, Lord. We pray for greater freedom in the church in Ethiopia, that, um, that God, that you would use those people in, in your church to, to share the gospel with government officials, with Muslims, um, and that through that, their, their religious freedoms will become more and more. Um, God, and we pray that you would provide for those Christians who were denied work because of their faith in you, God. And in all of this, Lord, we just continue to pray that you would be glorified through all of this as our brothers and sisters stand firm in their faith uh, in, the, in the midst of persecution, God, that that, that glory um, is received by you for them doing what they're doing. And uh, we just love you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks again, guys. Thank you for hanging out and for watching. Again, I encourage you, if you have any friends who would like to join us through this month to pray for our persecuted brothers and sisters around the world who are interested in just being a little more aware of what's going on, invite them to the Fifth Seal Facebook page. Um, invite them to the Evangelical Norm uh, YouTube podcast or any of the audio um, places where you can find it on Google Play, iTunes, or so on. Invite those people to come. The more people we have praying for our persecuted brothers and sisters in the church, the better it'll be. And again, remember, today and next week, next Sunday, International Day of Prayer for the Persecuted Church. Take some time in your, in your, in your day to, um, to pray for our brothers and sisters who are around the world. And as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They are necessary. Until tomorrow, Soli Deo Gloria. Mm -hmm.